And so he's kind of not understanding, like, maybe, like, the point of church. Like, mm-hmm. to come to church is not to signal I'm a Christian. It's not to signal that I'm doing well with God. Mm-hmm. It's actually, like, meant to be something bigger than that. Welcome to the Couchtime Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Stephen Petrie. I'm Ryan. And this week on the podcast, we have, a, uh, I guess, an interesting problem, and then we're going to try to diagnose how can we as disciples of kids, parents of kids, leaders of students, what can we do to better model for our students what it actually looks like to be a disciple of Jesus in terms of what it looks like to be a member of a body a piece of a whole. Um, last night at youth, we talked a lot about we're in Ephesians two and he's talking to the Gentiles and he tells them that, you know, you at one time were the uncircumcision referred to by the circumcision and you were far off. And now you've been brought near by the blood of Christ and the dividing wall of hostility has been torn down and you are now being built together on the cornerstone of Jesus into a holy temple. And you yourselves are being built up, um, in Christ. And like, there's this idea of, the beginning of Ephesians 2 is like our salvation story. Then the end of Ephesians 2 kind of connects your salvation to a whole, to a mm-hmm. whole like community of believers. And I think in the American church, American world, as I've talked to students even last night, more and more, the idea of being a Christian just becomes like that they go to a church. Mm-hmm. They go to a church, they read their Bible, they have some knowledge of things about Christ, but are they really being built up together into a community? Are they being a piece of a whole? Are they as part of the body working properly to help the whole body grow? It becomes more and more individualistic, I feel like, and we miss out on being the church. Um, So we just want to talk. Ryan, have you noticed this issue in terms of being individuals versus being a part of a whole church community? And how can parents better demonstrate to their kids what it looks like to be a member of a body, a faithful member of a body, and not just someone who goes to church and walks away. Yeah, uh, we. I, I see frequently students who who perceive church attendance as just a marker of, or sort of a sign to themselves that they're a Christian. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I had a student. This was years ago, but he, he, you know, he he had his struggles with sin, and he would come to church for a month. And then he would be gone for a month. Dang. And you'd ask him, like, hey, man, where you been? He's like, well, I I messed up. I, I sinned, yada, yada. So I didn't want to come to church. And I was like, well, that's that's why you should be coming to yeah. church. <laughs> yeah. We hope that you would come to, to small group and share that. Mm-hmm. But for him, like, his church attendance was a way for him. Like, if he felt good and close to God, he'd be at church. Right. Count it. Check mark. Yep distant from God, well, I'm not going to go. Yep. And so he's kind of not understanding, like, maybe, like, the point of church. Like, mm-hmm. to come to church is not to signal I'm a Christian. It's not to signal that I'm doing well with God. Mm-hmm. It's actually, like, meant to be something bigger than that, of, like, we go to share. Yep. Um, like, even when kids come to a youth group, we hope that they're sharing what they're struggling with right. and growing together in these yeah. ways. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I've even noticed that with adults. I remember in my parents' community group, they were there was someone who was really, really struggling. They were having a, a horrible day, and they're like, hey, today's been, like, 
really, really hard. There's been a lot going on. I'm really, really anxious and stressed. Like, I'm not going to be at community group tonight. Yep. And my parents are like, no, like, you need like you need to be at community group tonight. Like, yep. this is the day that you need to be at community group. Um, and that is, I think, the disconnect in a lot of people with their faith is that we we model to our kids and and we show them that, like, we have to put on these faces and be really good believers and we go to church when we're doing well, but they're not getting to see um, or we should be striving to show them more like what it's actually about to be a believer. And I think that helps students faith in the long run be strengthened and be like, Oh, this is, this is real. Like being a disciple is more than just somewhere I go and something I do. It's, it's a people I'm a part of. It's someone who I'm following and changing and growing to become more alike. Um, and I think there's multiple ways that, parents can do that to help their kids grow and strengthen their own faith and their family unit. So I'd like to one, one other sort of fallacy of church attendance as a mm-hmm. marker of being a disciple. The only marker of being a disciple is we'll, we'll see students who come to church. I'm a Christian next day party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Next day, a jerk to their family. Right. It's like, well, church, like literally showing up to church is a part of being a disciple, sure, but mm-hmm. it's not the whole thing. And just because you went to church doesn't mean you're good. Yeah. Like there's a whole lot else to being a disciple. Yeah. So what would you say are aspects of being a member at Grace Fellowship that parents could model for their students or bring their students along into to show them more and more what it means to be a piece of a body that is growing and changing and striving to follow Christ as a collective unit? Yep. Serving. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not just going to show up on Sunday and be a recipient of yeah. the service, but I'm going to participate and serve. Yeah. Um, and that's not just because we're a larger church. I mean, in some ways, even smaller churches require a ton of service as well. Like, like they got much. like one one dude there yep. being the pastor. But with us too, at a larger scale, we need help. Yeah. And we're better when lay members of our church are serving. Yeah. So, And I think it's, it's actually easier when you go to larger churches to believe that like, Oh, everything happens every week. Like I've never gone to grace and not had coffee except for during COVID. Like there's always coffee there. I've never walked in the door and no one said hi to me. I've never like, so we, there's this impression of like, I'm not needed. Yep. And while in one aspect, like, yes, the church will continue to run operationally. Yep. If I don't serve or if you don't serve, but, you are needed in your own spiritual growth and change yep. to be a part of something, to be growing, to be learning, to be giving your life away, to be sacrificing some of your own time to serve the Lord. And the church does need each piece of the body to be using their gifts and talents that the Lord has given them um, to grow properly and to be strengthened. And there's we're, we're missing out when people aren't serving. We're missing out on how, how the body could be growing and changing and looking more like Jesus yep. and the bride of Christ. We have a welcome team for student ministry nights and for their training. I tell them, like, I could set up all the signage. Mm-hmm. I could run check-in. I could be a well greet people. Ryan could run the game. He could do the teaching. He could lead small group. Mm-hmm. But that's not for the benefit of everyone else. Right. I'd rather have people that are not just coming and receiving. I want you guys, students, yeah. to be doing these things. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I say, we, we talk to our students a lot about serving, and I think – it'd be even cooler if, and some parents are already doing this. There's, there's multiple families at Grace that I can, I can think of in my mind currently that are getting to serve with their kids 
And that's such a cool, I mean, when you serve with people, you get so much closer to them. Like the people that I serve with, do ministry with, you connect on different levels. You're spending extended time together. You're get, you're pouring yourself out for the sake of something greater than you. Like it automatically is a bonding moment. So to get to do that with your kids, even more so, you know, unless they're just like super resistant to it, is a helpful way to show like, hey, this is something our family believes in and loves. We we care for our church. We love our church. We're growing with these people and we want to be a part of what God's doing. And this is a simple way that we can do it. And hopefully that, you know, connects your family even more as well. Yep. So I think agreed. And if you're thinking of ways like I would bring along your, like you've mentioned, go serve with your child. Yep. Like hold babies in the nursery, yep. like be be welcome on the welcome team, do coffee. We need people to serve in student ministry. Mm-hmm. Like I've got, if you're like, I want to serve the Florence ministry, how can I do it? I've got ways. Right. Like I need a setup team. I'd yep. like people at student ministry praying mm. during the night. Like there's, but we can get creative with ways to get people serving right. and it'll make the ministry in our church, our body better. Yeah, for sure. What, what else would you say are ways that we can be more a part of the body in order to demonstrate to our students real discipleship? Yeah, spending time with other believers. Mm-hmm. So not just showing up. I find my seat in the back row, yep. listen to a sermon, listen to some songs, peace out. But yeah. actually being involved in the lives of other believers. Yeah, I'd say that that has been one of, one of the more impactful things that I've seen from my parents as I grew up hmm. is seeing them... Um, pour into other people and like seeing people over at my house from my church that they're talking to, that they're going through life with either just going and getting coffee and hanging out or like diving into real deep, hard things that have now taken place. And they're now at a relationship level to get to be able to share. And it's like, wow, I, I got really got to see my parents love and invest well in people from our body and people from our community. And it showed me like, these are real relationships. This isn't just the place that they go. Um, that was really impactful for me I, yep. in, in my walk. And obviously getting involved into a community group allows you those opportunities more, but not just going to community group, really seeking out and pursuing people. Like it's easy for me in a new group naturally, like legitimately, like I just want other people to invite me to things or to bring me along. And if they don't, I'm like, well, I guess no one like likes me here or whatever. Yep. But like to be the initiator is difficult, yep. but to be the initiator is the way you like grow relationships and strengthens things. So like if you're being in, in a community group, well, don't just go to community group, like seek out ways to bring people over to your house for dinner and let your kids see that they are a part of your life and you're a part of their life and you're sharing meals together. And I don't know, it just shows, I mean, the, all throughout acts, the early church, whatever, there's all, th- all sorts of scriptures about like, Hey, don't give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Like yep. um, it talks about, you know, sharing bread with one another and life and prayer and mutual encouragement and all of those things only happen in the context of relationships where people know one another well. And then not only can you just spend time with them, but the other thing is like your kids get to see you pray for people. I think mm-hmm. that's really important as well. Yep. And if you know people well enough, life is going to ha- happen. Burdens are going to be carried. Hopefully you've built up enough love for someone that they share those burdens with you and then pray for them, pray for them with your kids, pray for them in front of your kids. And it's, it demonstrates being a follower of Christ, being someone who loves God and loves their neighbor and shows them like, this is like, this is legit. Like we, we trust in God. We're, we're going to go to him in prayer. Yep. I agree. Um, you mentioned praying. I think praying for other people um, at church is a way to be active and a participant, not mm-hmm. just showing up. I think also giving. Yeah. Um, 
just giving not not as a form of like uh salvation by works like uh, i think yeah. people view giving not not just church participation but oh i give so yeah, yeah. i'm good but giving as a, a an act of worship as well and framing that to framing giving to students in that way as well i yeah. think is helpful i think that's another one of my weaknesses that i think through a decent amount where i realize that i've just been giving mm-hmm. and giving to grace whatever mm-hmm. and not stopping to be like like why am i doing this like i'm i'm doing this because i know i'm supposed to i should give to grace but like praying over that thinking through like okay this is a sacrifice um in order to um, help expand the ministry that the Lord would multiply this, that the Lord would use this in these different ways. And I know grace always posts like the different ministries to be praying for that grace supports like, Oh, some of my money is going to those different ministries. So I think taking time to pray over whatever gifts you do give or doing things outside of grace fellowship with your kids, where they get to see you bless a family, where they get to see you do something small to love another person. That's also really impactful when you're like, okay, wow. Like, that's sacrificial. That that is their giving of hard earned finances, hard earned time, freedom, in order to love other people, and to get to bring your kids a part of that and let your kids see that. It's not as a way to brag, but it's a way to model for your kids sacrifice, sacrificial living. That we don't have to just consume, 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 but we can give in order to be like Christ, who gives of Himself and models for them the gospel. Yep. I think with giving to one warning, you know, like 25 years ago, you, you, your your child would show up to church with you, you drop a check off. Yeah. Automated giving makes that harder to for yeah. students to see. It just sort of happens yeah. automatically, and they may never actually tangibly see you give. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know what ways, if like you forward, I, I, just to remind, I have, I get notifications when I give, because <laughs> if it didn't, it would just draw from my account, and I'd never see it. Right. And I, I wouldn't feel that sacrifice. So. Yep. Instilling just markers and reminders for you to help you remind, like, hey, we're, we're a family that gives. Yeah. Um, and even having your kids give, too. Like, if they're working at Skyline, great. Have them do it. Participate as well. So, yeah. Yeah. What I other th- things? Yeah. Uh, what, sorry, say, what I was going to ask if you had any other. Um, I mean, initially, yeah. I'd say those are the key things I can I can think of off my head of, like, where to start with. It's like, okay. And some of these areas you may be crushing, you may, some of these areas you may be struggling in, you may look at it all and be like, I'm not doing any of these things. Like, but to, to look at your family's, um, regular rhythms and think, okay, are we, are we showing and modeling for our kids that our faith is more than we just go to church and read our Bible, but that our faith is the key component of our life. We talked last night at youth again, when I was talking about the cornerstone, like Jesus is the cornerstone of the church as a whole and of individual believers lives, the foundation of which we're being grown on is Jesus. The cornerstone of your life was like the questions like are all components being built upon Jesus at the core. And if so, like that changes how you give that changes who you spend the most time with that changes how you interact with the people you're spending time with that changes how you are a part of the body that you are now serving and giving of yourself in order to help the body grow and to use your gifts and talents that the Lord's given you for good works that you should walk in them. And I think it's, those are all key components of small ways that you can model discipleship to your kids, giving, serving community, legitimate community, praying for sharing burdens. Um, and, and that 
is the essence of um, the overflow of our heart out of the desire to show the kindness of God to others, not to earn salvation through those things, but to be an overflow of like, man, the Lord's blessed us and given us so much. What are ways that I can um, model that for the people around me in my life? Yep. But knowledge, learning is best caught rather than taught. Yeah. So your, your child watching you, not just hearing from you the importance, but watching you sort of model that out is important. Yeah. But I think too, just one tool for parents you could do, whether at dinner, on a car ride, or on your way to church, would be to just ask your your child, hey, why do you think we go to church? Mm. And just hear what they say. Yeah. <laughs> and and then maybe you share. And not necessarily correct and rebuke them if they say something awful, but just share why you go to church. I think that'd right. be helpful. Oh, I think that's a great idea. So, um, yeah. Anything else? It's good. That's all I got this week. But we'll be back next week for another episode of the Couchtime Podcast. We yes, love sir. you guys. We're praying for you. We don't want to just give... You guys have more things to do, but these are like these are even helpful reminders for myself of how I I can be growing. Oh, I agree. Life. This this episode personally, like convicting. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. perfect I'm either. Like, oh man, okay. There's multiple of those areas that I'm probably not demonstrating well to students, but also like that I just need to grow into my own my own heart and my over my own overflow of the Lord. So it's yep. great. We love you guys. We're thankful for you. We'll see you next week. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the Couch Time Podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment and leave us an honest five-star rating. Let us know what you thought about the podcast and let us know if there's any topics you would like us to cover. You can comment below or email us at podcast at graceky.org.